0: To sharing testimonies with Nolita, my name is Seba I've got Pearl on the show. Pearl is a director of music and she is one of three founders um, of Ubunia Creators and I have her on the show. I just met her and when I heard about all of the things that she does, all of the things that she is responsible for, I thought, That's definitely someone i want to meet and we've been speaking you know building up to today just her voice her bubbliness and how how can i say like she has solutions she has ideas and she's so forthcoming about it she just wants to um put you in the best place basically you know so she makes you feel cared for I really, really like that, especially from a fellow black woman. You know, normally people just want to be a cow to another woman, I don't know why, but when I come across another woman who wants to be graceful about showing you something maybe that you could do better Mm. or bringing an idea, Mm. you are very, how can I say, tactful. (laughs) So I thought that was very, very refreshing. Um, but apart from what I know or what I um, think, I want her to introduce herself.
1: <laughs> so, yes, girl, please tell us. <laughs> Thank you, Sima, Thank you so much for your lovely welcome. Thank you for having me on this platform. Such you a for pleasure. Coming. It's an honor. Such it's really a privilege honor. to be recognized that way. Um, I think we all aspire for you know that reward in life to be like it's it rewarding it to is. do what you love and then people to be like hey tell us what you do and how you got there and, you know we want to appreciate you so thank you so much for having me here um, my name is Tawazani from Tetua. Um I am one of three directors for founders and directors for Wunga Creatives um, and I like to identify myself as a musical creative um, I teach music um i curate uh, music artists i'm a music curator and um yeah i'm a performer Um, i I don't (laughs) like i don't like to refer myself as a performer though i think um i think really like getting into the performing performance industry i realized very quickly within my studies that you're a certain kind of gut and heart yeah (laughs) the cutthroatness that um it needed and, and I, I I've always known the kind of spirit and aura that I've been and I was like, Yo, Lana getting long It's like No, I can't do that to get there and I'm not gonna do that to you know, I'm not gonna So for me the performance industry became um almost uh like a ladder to okay. where I wanted to to go. go. Um, so I quickly renovated my life. And I was like, look, I still want to be in the music industry. So how do we get there? And I want to do more than just touch hearts. Um, yes. I want to be part of the generation of, you know, music evolution, especially in the black communities. Yes. Um, so when that decision was made on the get-go, I channeled towards it. Yeah. You sound like a go-getter. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. Look, there were so many falls. Um, and obviously, the the more falls you 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 get, the harder it is to get back up. Of course, um, but yeah, I think my craft and I studied my craft, so I studied music, um, classical music to be precise. Right. And um, so, like I said, when I got when I finished, I got out and I was like, look, um, no, I'm not gonna perform. This is not what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go into teaching, conducting, um, and and probably nourishing the the the, the, the industry um, so because i was in the classical industry i was very quick obviously the biggest standouts or highlights were that was a white dominated industry of course um so i was like look you know the the black very few black people who are in the industry um have their ways of generating or using their blackness actually to get ahead because we're one of very little yes. um and it was, it had a, 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 a an affluent stigma, right? You had to be rich to watch an opera or <laughs> to play the piano. All the stereotypes. Or all those stereotypes and stigmas. Mm. And, you know, she saw a black child do it. She was either sponsored or she's from a rich family, you know. Or she's adopted. Or oh, she's adopted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I was like, look, um, how do we make this um, industry you know, accessible, yeah. you know, how do
0: we challenge that blueprint? Thank you. Who gets to say that, you know, we're not good enough or we don't know enough Exactly. and we can just learn it. So we can just rub shoulders with the right people yeah. and we can be in there. Yeah. 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 So
1: no. within learning music and knowing what it, the contents of what music needed, you know, to propagate or to reach certain platforms, yeah. I then saw a lot of similarities in the black communities and how I was raised. Um, and I was like, "Look, we're going to make this available. It's yeah. going to go out there, and we're going to taking not taking no for an answer. No, we yes. are banging all the doors <laughs> down, <laughs> and I they're do going want to open. Yes, <laughs> totally.
0: Yes. No, yes. you sound very resolved. You sound very bold, and I like that. I resonate with that. Um, I also believe in. Turning all the stones up to see what is in there. I mean, you can't tell me I came all the way, I did all the things, I I said all the words, mm. and I must just go home with nothing. Uh, I just <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I settling. don't accept that. <laughs> We're not settling. No, um, yeah. I was very interested when I heard about you know music is also something I love a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not okay not to to the extent of wanting to learn it, but music is just a part of my life so much i love music a lot so i would like to know just you know what inspired you to just go and be a curator and Mm. go and be like a conductor of music what what happened
1: sure (laughs) yeah it's quite a story but i'll break it down (laughs) um so my mother before i was born relocated to zimbabwe okay and um So it was in the apartheid era time, Mm -hmm. and her sister and other family members had already relocated to Zimbabwe. It, at the time, um, was a country that was conducive for you know black businesses or you know it was a black empowerment business, black intelligence. Okay. Um, In fact, till today, Zimbabwe is, is known as you know one of the great intelligences of of Africa Mm -hmm. Um, and so because of the restrictions apartheid had in South Africa they relocated Um, and getting to Zimbabwe they met up with fellow South Africans who happened to be either exiled or soldiers or so my mom and aunt raised us together my mom was a single parent I was conceived and born in Zimbabwe Um, And so they raised us together, the two of them. My aunt had one child and she had five. So they got a house together. My my grandmother joined them and she was teaching. My aunt was in um, accounting, labor law. So they started their own threesome, female-empowered little household. Um, And it very quickly became a safe house for other South Africans and other Africans. So I grew up in a home where, um, I'd find, I, I'd say very privileged. Um, you know, there'd be weekends if we had South Africans who were exiled, we'd have more Oliver Amtukuzi perform in our backyard. Nice. We had more Bob Marley perform. Like you I didn't you, even you know, didn't know who, need who a you were. You didn't No. <laughs> Must be nice. They would come and perform for exiled and, um, you know, fellow South Africans in our home, so it was a safe house. So our home was always, there's always someone new, someone you didn't know, someone who was being helped, someone, so that was the aura of our home. So music was very much part of um, our household. And so all my siblings were very musical, um, but no one went into music. Um, I think because I was then born into that, they were born into migrating and moving and finding Mm fake houses. I was born into, oh, okay, this is the norm um this is uh should i carry on (laughs) yes okay (laughs) um yeah and so i i quickly that's all i knew music was a refuge for a lot of people and so that's what i knew music to be Uh, my mom put me in a black organization called chipau in zimbabwe and i learned how to play like african instruments your marimbas um, and there were other instruments like your biras and you know um african instruments right. and um, my talent in theater and all that evolved from there so since i was like five nice. four five i was with chipao till we relocated back home so the fuel in music and the um, wanting to be a pedestal or a crutch for music started there um, in Zimbabwe and just in the environment I grew up in. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's after high been school. been a part of you since. Yes! I like yes. what you
0: said about music is a refuge. I thought that was poetic. I mean, we use it as a, an escape all the time, you know, mm. music is that thing. I know mm. for me, if I need to get in the zone, mm-hmm. I need a playlist if i need to be edified i need a playlist mm. you know those kind mm. of things it's like such a yep you know what i'm gonna shut everything off now yep. i need music mm. music must speak to me music must you know build me yeah. yes totally yeah. totally it can actually feel like a, a refuge yeah. Definitely. So yeah i like how you said yeah. that um i know in my own walk with god that when i want something obviously there's always like stumbling blocks there's always a bunch of no's rejection and limitations and all sorts of things that no but you can't do this you're a woman or you can't do this you're black or any kind of thing you know what i mean you don't have the money yeah um you don't have the important surname whatever it is you know what i mean and i imagine that you also maybe have certain things that you've had to challenge breakdown or just not accept as your reality to get where you are and i thought that maybe you could share that
1: with us you know definitely (laughs) oh yes there were a few obstacles i mean so when we relocated back home Mm. um which wasn't my home i couldn't identify with south africa when i came here i was like seven eight yeah um everyone else was already sort of after independence so for everyone else it was oh, back home let's re-establish where we stay and everything yeah. and for me i felt like a foreigner because you know my my, my one of my first languages apart from zulu became shawna until today i still speak Shona very fluently nice so <laughs> i was like sure okay now here are other kind of black people um who uh i need to now find my identity in mm. i share a south african surname and my family is south african mm. and i like to identify myself as south african but i couldn't find you know the leash onto yeah, yeah yeah how do i find myself now um back to what i'm supposed to call home yeah um so in varsity very f- similar to like any african or black family um, going to varsity it's a big family decision <laughs> And some people have the privilege of it being like, oh, I thought I'll take a gap year, and oh, I thought then, then I wanted to go into this, then. Uh, but I know for a lot of African black children, it's a family congregation, and we are all deciding what you're doing because of Chankura at the end <laughs> of the day. Of course. <laughs>
0: We hear what you are saying, <laughs> but where does the money come in? Let's talk money. Yes, 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 <laughs> because this is what got, and s- otherwise you sound crazy. <laughs> like, no, you're wasting time. No, yeah. what's your problem? Weren't you doing this? Why are you not doing that? I know
1: what you mean. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, being an A student in school did not help as well, because they course, were like, they like, and then all this academics, what are you <laughs> going to do with that? So what are you get that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I set them down, and I prepared them since grade 11, um, and they knew, they knew my passions, and I guess they thought, just like all, the, all my other siblings, because I'm the last born of or five okay and they thought oh just like all my other siblings are expected as a you know a talent thing i can do on the side yeah. i really wanted to dive into it um and so they were like okay cool do it on your own we're not paying for that <laughs> and um Long yeah
0: <laughs> wasn't that like a, you did not expect that surely i
1: didn't i didn't especially because i came from a family that was uh, privileged but they were helpers <laughs> to a lot okay. of people, okay. and I thought, well, you know, you have my siblings were in medicine; they have two doctors, and I, so I was yeah. like, look, you have your accredit, so yeah. like,
0: <laughs> like <why laughs> can't I be me?
1: You know. Um, mm. So yes, they, they were like, no, it's not happening, and um, I then went into looking for bursaries. So grade eleven started doing auditions, end of mm-hmm. grade twelve. Shuffled up, researched where some some people I looked up to. Yeah. What schools they went to, so I started there. I was like, I don't know what's the best art school in South Africa. I don't know, you know what, which one, which ones generate the best of what we have. So I looked into like theater artists and musicians that I that really fed who I am and identif- that I identified with. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them had gone to um, Tut Arts Campus, okay, Pretoria. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me audition. But I also uh, auditioned for other um, universities. So I went, I did my audition, and I told them I don't have funds. Um, this is my situation. And so automatically when I got to the next round, we the call back. Because that's how you you actually um, apply for art schools. It's not yeah. just your marks they look at. It's uh-uh. a process. It's uh, your first audition and then there's a call back and then after that call back then they look at your academics if you qualify to be on a university level
0: yeah
1: then you have to pay for all these instruments and costumes and things you need for theater and yeah so i went in there and um, uh, luckily the aura and the spirits you know just divine intervention intervention and alignment (laughs) in life you know the day of my audition i think i was a day late but on that day one of the um, uh, department directors were there and he just loved me and loved my aura and loved my audition and he's like look we're gonna make a plan it's gonna happen so i went into the bursary and scholarship route um and yeah so i mean i found out was so cutthroat and started doubting myself like is this really for me i'm not even as talented yeah. i was with people who did music since they were young three years old yeah. you know so they knew music theory and the theory of music and what it meant and i was just this person who just loved you know either singing or being musical yeah you without were not technical. the theory yes yeah. i yeah. wasn't technical yeah.
0: so um sounds like you were supposed to be there you know it sounds a lot like right place right time right, right person and that i believe in fact that god works like that yes in terms of yes anointing a man um by a man i'm talking biblically now that yes he, he anoints a man mm. that where you need favor you will get the favor and Mm. maybe ordinarily you would not have gotten that favor i mean again you were tapping into a white you know space and already you did not have the funds to get in so already that was like yeah well i mean you don't belong here already you know but there's this person who gave you a second look and he went and bent the rules for you to go in and those are the kind of things that you know we are trying to get out there yes God is just that kind of person. If it was predestined for you to be in music, he Mm. makes a way. Out of no way, he makes a plan. And you just find yourself in there because, I mean, it's the same as me. I just like to talk. I do not have any background in talking and I haven't gone and spoken Mm -hmm. here and here and Mm -hmm. here or shared a stage with so-and-so and 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 so-and-so. I just like to talk and I believe it is my gift yeah and so I have a platform for it you know and it's so it's not everybody who likes to talk who has a platform but I was able to get yeah. it so it's that kind of thing that yeah. um, I think the aura that you bring as well it's a conversation we were having just earlier I, th- I thought you said something so yummy you said um, you said that it is what you bring that matters it's not about how much Mm -hmm. experience you have or how long have you done it it's just really about you got there and what changed since you got there or who got inspired since you spoke those kind of things and i just take a lot of inspiration from that you know um a lot of the times as you were um explaining earlier that when you are that one anomaly in the family who just wants to come and say something crazy uh people will just look at you in a way that um you are the rebel you are the one who just always will always just have their own thing on the side can't you see everybody is just you know with it why will you just come and say something so crazy but when it works out That's when now God is glorified. Mm. Like, guys, it was not up to you. I was not asking permission. Mm. I was not trying to have you validate it for me. I was saying, this is what I want. And I'm going to do everything I can to get it. It's really just that simple. (laughs) You know what I mean? So. I think really what you can do for us is to just, you know, unpack for us, you know, how we can get Mm. a hold of all of the beauty, all things that you do, you know, how can we, what is their website, Mm. is there a link, is Mm. there like a platform where we can go and, you know, indulge in your work and even in the program that you do, maybe where you are teaching, Uh how do people get in there? You know, Mm. what are your requirements, Mm. those kind of things? And what's the whole vision behind it?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. No, yes, definitely, there there are different platforms that um, you guys can reach out, um, especially artists. Uh, We like working with artists and um, children or adults who want to get into... The performing or um, teaching industry in music, or in right. the arts in general, actually. Okay. Um. So, what happened was then. So I was helped by actually he was a lecturer. He was a black lecturer at mm. TUT who helped me out. Um, and w- what he did with the sponsoring was um, because he had been in the industry for so long, he knew what are the shortcuts, and you know that's very rare to find, especially. You know, in our communities to find someone that will help you give you that pedestal to get on to the next level. So he was like, look, here's a shortcut to your grades. I think your talent is worth it. Mm. This is how you can get around. Finished varsity. um, Decided, look, I want to go into the pedagogy. They call it in classical music, the pedagogy, which is the teaching of music. Um, So I did a teaching certificate, um, which I paid for with gigs and stuff like that um and then uh to be a conductor and curator i realized oh wow i needed a master's or a doctorate or something to be on that level yeah. of teaching or curating. that paper <laughs> <laughs> so i was like how are we gonna do this and you know i was like look i was able to get into an uh, a, a, an art school um, with uh, very little support financially yeah. um, I also want to go to the next big level so i look for the best art school in south africa i want to look for the best for my masters in the world so i went research where can i do this what i want to do where's the best and chicago popped up chicago music school um of uh, curating and conducting and music education and i was like i'm going to that school because i had seen how god had shown up you know and and lived up to things i didn't even ask for yeah, yeah. but things he felt i deserved and i was worth <laughs> um and i was like look it's gonna happen let's let's make it happen yes. so i looked up we didn't have money to like for me to study in the states dollars
0: <laughs> there you have it folks pearl is a wonderful person to know she is really worth you know following her page is Ubunye creatives on instagram and you can also check out her website www.ubunyecreatives.co.za forward slash and that is where you can review all the uh, projects she has been a part of and all the, you know, renowned um, people and organizations that she has worked with. She really is a person who brings a lot to the table. She's a person you can definitely learn from. And I pray that, you know, through this um, episode, everybody has been... Um, edified in some way and has been inspired and motivated to reach their goals to pursue their goals and to just you know dust off that talent that gift that you're sitting on top of it is worth you know everything it is worth the cost it is worth everything you are going to lose because what you gain is that you become your gift, you become your talent, and you glorify God through it, and you touch other people's lives through, you know, living your gift and your talent, this is a platform where, you know, we are recognizing exactly those things, that there are people out there who are not necessarily famous or, you know, public figures, but there are people who are out there, you know, touching lives and making a difference, being a part of something bigger, and using a gift that they've been given, you know, through difficult times, through um uncertainty but they kept on you know pressing in and pressing on and it's people like pearl that we can look up to um as women especially black women there is a lot that we get denied there is a lot that we do not have the courage or the self-esteem to pursue and we don't think maybe at most times we are good enough or that we fit the mold but the truth is if god has given you something if you have that desire at the bottom of your belly god will provide all that you need all the people all the resources and all the opportunities that you need to reach your goal i pray that through this episode everybody has you know started to see things through a different lens and maybe you got your aha moment just from listening to pearl i know Having her sitting next to me, I have learned so much and you know, I am just so pregnant with so many ideas and I just want to work with her, I just want to be in her presence because she knows so much and she's just a teacher in general because in just the time I've been sitting with her, she has, you know, said some things in perspective for me and I feel like everybody just needs to gain from the wonderful person that she is. So to get the rest of this episode and to see the video, you can go on at Sibasit Alela on Instagram and there's Instagram TV where this episode is being, um, uh, where this episode will be playing and you can just check it out and you can look into Ubunye Creatives. It is a very, very, um, How can I say, it's just a groundbreaking idea. I think, you know, it is really worth viewing. It is really worth, you know, trying to get into their program, especially if you are a person who is pursuing music and you want to be an artist or you want to be a performer or you want to be a conductor, just like Pearl, this is the girl that you need to get a hold of. All right, then I wish everybody a very good week and stay edified and catch up on Spotify. And stay blessed until next time.